This episode is brought to you by our friends at FB Autosport. There's nothing worse than spending your race weekend under your car missing sessions because you were too swamped to get everything done in time. Whether it's car prep, new car builds, or arrive and drive, FB Autosport has you covered for Time Attack, GLTC, or WRL. They even have cars you can rent now while you put the finishing touches on your latest race car project. Reach out to Rob at FB Autosport now and tell him that Slip Angle sent you to get your project car finished and get back on track. We're standing next to the dyno at Circuit of the Americas. It is Sunday about noonish, 11. We've got Seth Lemke, our buddy from Track Walking Podcast. And the place that we went last night is a magical place, and it's owned by our friend Dave from Rally Raider Ranch. What's up, Dave? Hey, guys. How are you? Thanks for coming on the show for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. It's what I'm here for. We're on Slip Angle Podcast, episode 510, 20, something like that. 510 or yeah. so. Too many podcasts. Plus or minus. <laughs> That's insane. That's good. I like um, when you get to where you just give up on the numbers. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of podcasts. So uh, you're here with, uh, you're hanging out with Bucky Lessig? Uh, sort of. I'm, I was accused of being his handler at the last event. Yeah. Uh, his manager, his agent. Uh, mostly I'm just his Airbnb host. So I make him coffee and give him cars that apparently, as of this morning, don't have brakes. So no? he pulled in with my WX that he's just dry commuting in. And yeah. So anyway, I'm just here to try and kill Bucky. Yes. Okay. Nice. That's, mo- that's yeah. most of my job. He needs people to take care of him. Yeah. He does need. He needs a lot of babysitting. What's uh? Not, not actually. But uh, that's everybody's belief, so I just roll with it because it makes me seem more valuable than I actually am in that relationship. How, how did you? How do you, did you get to know Bucky? Like, how did that happen? I was spotting in Global Rallycross for a, a driver in the lights division, okay, uh, 2015, and okay. another buddy of mine was spotting for Bucky. So we ended up at a dinner one night, and he was like, "Hey, you're in Austin. I'm going to be in town for F1 with Puma." can I come by your place? Do you do like co-driver training? And I was yeah. like, sure, man. And he's like, cool. Cause I'm going to do a stage rally soon. And I don't know what any of that shit means. Like, <laughs> okay, sweet. So he showed up in a rental Jeep. We jumped it a lot and then, uh, went out and drove around in the woods, like all around the area, did some like co-driver yeah. training. Mostly we found a giant snake and he was trying to pick it up. Oh, and he cool. Was, so I was with Bucky <laughs> one of his first times picking up a, a live wild. Snake. There aren't so. many places that I would pick up snakes and mm-hmm. Texas is not one of those yeah? places. Mm-hmm. No, sounds good. like a dumb idea. The good news is there the all the the danger noodles are pretty easy to spot. Yeah. The rest are just they're fairly innocuous. They simulate danger, but okay. they're mostly Here's the thing. Regardless of their venom content, I don't fucking trust anything that can run and doesn't have legs. Yeah. Period. <laughs> Hard no, dude. Uh-uh. So uh, you and Seth seem to know each other. What's your background? Oh, uh, Seth have that one. Rally cross nonsense basically? Yeah. Like you were trying to be do serious rally build your business and I was doing nonsense and those overlapped. <laughs> yep. That's, that's the perfect close notes. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's good at hosting cuz he's so succinct. His his attitude is part of it too. I mean, it's a real chill attitude. Yeah, real chill attitude. It's piss poor attitude. Yeah. That's what we all say about. <laughs> Every time we see him we're like, "Oh shit, it's going to get serious can't. now." <laughs> yeah. Not this not this mini motorcycle guy again. Well, yeah. a mini yeah. motorcycle slash minivan. Yeah. We should we can talk oh, about yeah. the, oh, yeah, the, van the minivan. So, it, there was there was a famous GRM forum story that got shared everywhere and it was a dude that bought what is that thing? An R sixty three wagon? Yeah, or van? Mercedes AMG R sixty three. And it blew up, and you and he rebuilt it in his uh, garage, and it's Seth, <laughs> and it's me. Yeah, yeah like well, Seth, first Seth got the quote. It wasn't like he was like, I want to do this. It was he got the quote, and then he's like, I well, guess I want to do this. What was it? Fifty Gs? Fifty three thousand dollars. Yeah. What'd you in, pay for it? Uh thirty five thousand dollars. <laughs> in in the what, in when Mercedes, you bought it, I mean thirty five. I paid thirty five when I bought yeah. it. And in in the in defense of the Mercedes deal, the the tech, he he handed me the thing and laughed. 
Like, so like he just yeah. giggled. He knew Did it was he dumb. know yeah, that yeah. you were going to be like, ah. No, he, well, he thought I was just a normal guy who got in way over his head yeah. and was going to cry and then have to, like, sort something out. And yeah. it was only when I actually fixed it and brought it back, he literally shook my hand. He was like, I can't believe you actually Nobody did that. Do that. He's so, like, if yeah. you had paid me the 53000 it still might not have. <laughs> yeah, it probably oh, yeah, yeah. wouldn't so have wait, well. can, uh, To get sidetracked for a second, I don't know that story. Can you tell? Oh, you got to read this po- this forum. Oh, you don't, don't read the whole post. It's What's a you read called? the whole thing. Uh, the Unicorn weeks. of My Destruction, <laughs> <laughs> which which I did like 100% tongue-in-cheek before the van, before I picked the van up okay, in Florida. Okay, so this forum post started before the van problems. This is oh, a yeah, no, that, check that was, out my new purchase. Yeah, it was me being silly. Incredible. Like, what could possibly go That's wrong amazing. buying an X hundred thousand dollar minivan from a from yeah. an NFL player? With didn't it have like crazy custom floor mats with like initials or something? Yeah, had of, of his like his wife and his daughters were like initialed into the floor yeah, mats. Hundred thousand dollar. How many years old was it when, it when you bought it? It was like ten years old when I bought it. Like, so crazy. there's nothing that could go wrong with a ten year old no. luxury car. It's a year old minivan. It, yeah, right. it's yeah, fun. Those, it's like six hundred crank horsepower. It's like a it's yeah. like a Cummins. It's just getting broken in. Yeah, man. Man. 10 it was, years old. It was fine. And, yeah. and like as an addendum, every I've no I've I've met every owner after that. It's gone to like three other people. Oh jeez. It is <laughs> one guy it almost caused a divorce. The other guy threw money at it until he hated it. And then it went to Canada. And then that guy just sort of eventually ghosted me. Um, because <laughs> it was like the van is going around ruining lives. Yeah, did did your is. repair stay? My repair is perfect. <laughs> the van has so many other potential you failure rebuilt, points. You like rebuilt the engine. Yeah, well, I pulled the heads off. Yeah. Um, I had to pull the heads off and then replace yeah everything. Yeah. So How the many ro- specialty tools did that need? Somebody made me uh, a crank holder for it. They literally machined me one because it was cheaper to make one than to buy the Mercedes part. But, <laughs> yeah, it was the list of Mercedes parts and... Yeah. Yeah, they're they're fascinating engines, but there's lots of special things I going bet. on in I them. Bet. Like a Subaru, only not. Like, yeah, we, like we like. Don't need that right <laughs> now. Imagine if it was a Subaru, but more expensive. Yeah. Of the I don't know sixty Subarus that I saw laying around in the pasture yesterday, how many showroom? How many of them run? <laughs> all of them. And actually, an alarming amount. <laughs> no, he's told me this. He's like, they all run. It's just how much work you have to put it to get them there. I actually. genuinely think so. Did you didn't get to go into the actual showroom, which is the other quarter mile of vehicles lined up that just sort of crests over the horizon. Into no, the I did mile of, of vehicles. My, of my how much property do you have at Rally Ready Ranch? 140 acres. Wow. And there's just vehicles hiding throughout that. It's it's, it's Chris Stewart's favorite place in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we have we've had we've had many positive experiences. Yeah. Mostly last night was a highlight of all of them. Yeah, but. I can tell that story whenever or not. <laughs> That's your call. I, I want that story because yeah. I haven't gotten all of it. Uh, well, let me. I'll, I'll start with my let's version, talk about which him is like. First. <laughs> so you know, we we at, when when Superlap started here at Coda, Chris and I talked. We're like, hey, we should throw a party, right? We yeah. should just do like a Saturday evening. Everybody from the track, all the competitors, everybody come out. We'll hang out and just have barbecue. It'll just be like a super rad, you know, chill yeah. sort of grid life vibes that grid life will host. So we've done that in the past few years. It's always been awesome. This year. We've both stretched ourselves pretty thin, and so it was like, you know what? Why don't we just like core crew, just the grid life homies, some of my guys, which ended up just being me. Um, you and Bucky, we'll just, yeah. Yeah, we'll all just hang out and watch the sunset and talk about our feelings, and, and we did, and it was great. And that was sort of starting to wind down. Yeah. And um, then Dalton Chris Klein so, called. Hold on, I yes, Dalton Klein called, 
and our listeners know Dalton. Well, there's Prime. there's an important thread here though, which is Chris and I met when he was doing Chop Top Challenge yes. and came through the Rally Ranch back in 19. Yeah. I actually so, was on Honda Tech with you like 15 years ago yeah, too, yeah. I think. And Heck then yeah. I think I met you at a stage rally with Matt Johnston one time. That feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Pro Rally ITR, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. What was your screen name? Rally Bird? Was that no, you? Pro Rally ITR. Pro Rally ITR. Yeah. yeah Who's yeah. Rally Bird? I don't know. There's some other. Trust he him. had an ITR also. No, nah, I don't trust him. Maybe not. I don't know. It's 20 years ago. But yeah, yeah I met you in, I think, yeah, in Maine or STPR ago. or something. I don't remember. Brutal. Anyway, a long time Brutal. ago. Dave I met can't Travis remember Pastrana those things. there once, no. too, while I was draining Matt's trans fluid out so he could pass tech because it was leaking so bad. <laughs> That's our guy. I drove over drove over this, the, uh, the, the tech and uh, no trans fluid leak because it didn't have any. Yeah. <laughs> and well, then we he- put it back in. He got a good deal on the trans, so yeah. what didn't he fluid for? He it? actually borrowed that trans that weekend. That was not his. <laughs> dude who loves deals, man. Yep. Back then especially. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's your rally background? How long Hold have you been doing that? We missed the that thread. Was, no, oh. that was solid, dude. Did you see that? Did you catch that? Yeah. He was like, yeah, we'll tell the story anyway. So, hey, <laughs> little backstory well, there. Are there we should, on we should set hill, up man. his rally Springs background nice. and why he owns this place that Dalton came and made me ruin a thing. Yeah, sure, and sure, And then sure. fix it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I played Gran Turismo 3 when I was 15. I, I grew up here in Austin playing in a bunch of like punk rock and hardcore bands. Okay. And I'm the youngest of three. My two older sisters went to out-of-state college and got degrees in uh, modern dance and acting. So oh. when I came along, it was like, I'm dropping out of high school, and I'm going to race rally cars for a living. And my dad was like, oh, fuck. Because of the video that. game? Yeah, because Gran Turismo oh. 3. It was sick, dude. Yeah, that's we amazing. Yeah. So G- Gran Turismo that. 2 was like what got me into, into cars yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, so I was just like into the, into the road course stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I played Grand Turismo 3. He was like, that's it. I'm going to spend my whole life on that. And I was like, so I want to spend my college money because I'm not doing that on a rally car. And he's like, oh, what college? I don't need college money for you. We don't have money. What are you talking about? Yeah. So we borrowed money oh, no. from a family friend. And for my 17th oh, no, we're birthday, poor. Yeah, <laughs> we bought uh, we bought an Integra Type R rally car that the owner of a rally school in Florida at the time had built, crashed yeah. four times, listed it for way too much money, and then slightly less than slightly less than a third of the original price. And wow. I was like, that's the one. So we bought that, brought it back here. It was on the way home that we realized we didn't actually have a garage to store it or any mechanical aptitude, basic knowledge, network, anything. I Did just you played fell, a video game. You, went, you jumped in deep. Yeah. Well, and it's the timing's good because I sort of have the same mullet coming back now that I had at that time. Yeah. So it's really feeling like the the two decades are, are coming full circle. But um, that was 2004. Uh, I competed in my first rally, the Rally to Paris here in Paris, Texas, yeah. uh, which is actually the second largest Eiffel Tower in the world. Really? I don't know if you guys knew that. Okay, nice. Pretty good statistic there for your <laughs> listeners. So you guys write Sec- that one down. Second of two or second of more than I mean, two? we don't need anything beyond that it's <laughs> the second largest, right? I mean... I'm the I'm the number one activity in Dale, Texas. So we don't have to know how many other activities yeah, but there aren't. You've, you've got a second activity that's coming up. Yeah, Baptist Church is creeping on us, dude. <laughs> they got that fish fry every year that's starting to really pull some heavy weight on TripAdvisor. Probably is. So anyway, so uh, I did a couple of rallies. My third event ever was the Pikes Peak Hill Climb in 2005, oh and I was like, yeah, this will be fine, right? And I I showed up, had a co-driver I'd never met. He gets, he's like, yeah, hop in my Jeep Cherokee. I'll take you up and show you around. And I get in. I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to do this. And he's like, oh, we're two miles from the start line still. And I was like, nah. nah. So I literally was like, maybe I'll just not yeah. do this. Oh, it's it's still the hill climb getting to the hill climb. Yeah, yeah. It's gnarly. It's yeah, gnarly. I know. So did that. I crew chiefed it one time, and that was enough, man. Yeah, yeah. It's enough. I, that's kind of how I felt. And then 11 years later, I woke up from the whole thing like it's a bad dream. I was like, did I just do this 11 years in a row? Um <laughs> Along the way, realized that I was born in the wrong country, wrong socioeconomic bracket, and probably the wrong decade to be a professional driver of any sort. So I was like, all right, well, what should I do? So um, 
I uh, the sort of dream for the rally school started. We we won the Pikes Peak Open Class 2008, 9, and 10. And after the second year, I was like, okay, well, I don't think Red Bull is going to call me. Yeah. The third year, I was like, well, my mom's not even very impressed anymore. So I got to figure out <laughs> some way that this can this can be worth a shit. So we started writing the curriculum and uh, planning for the school in 2009 and taught our first class in 2012. Okay. Uh, moved well, out to that's when Seth and I met and then moved yeah. out to the Rally Ranch in 2015. Okay. Uh, we've been out there for whatever that is, eight years. Yeah. Eight, about eight years, yeah. Yeah, that round. That's a team right? And the the last three years, yeah, we've gone there, and uh, the first two years, you guys were basically doing, I think, twenty dollar rips in uh, WRXs. Yeah, it was the like the lost leader special. It, it was, was like, just so, like cover some gas. I yeah, don't know. dude, it was so fun. I think I gave you a hundred dollars the first year. It was so right. great. And I lost yeah. two hundred on that. Probably still. I didn't break anything. <laughs> I did break some yesterday. That's true. You yeah. didn't back then. Now, when it was my vehicles, you were. You were a, I didn't, a pillar of respect. And I dignity. didn't go in the woods. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Stayed up yeah. on the flat ground there, yeah. in the uh, main yeah. part of the facility. I think I bumped a fifty-five gallon barrel one time. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, no I, no the drivers loved it. A lot of the GLTC drivers, like me and Luke McGrew, had like the best time, like trying to compare times. So you stop watching. Well, yeah, I, so, so for me, like that's the magic of of what we get to do is like, sure, we get to bring people in who love rally and are super stoked and like. You know, especially corporate events and a lot of military training and other stuff that we do, you bring people in who are sort of unsuspecting or don't know a lot about the yeah. sport or what it is. And, and again, I mean, even look here in the paddock, how many people here know or, or love rallying in theory? Yeah. But once you get in a They've car, yeah. it's just a completely different experience, whether you're driving or riding. Um, so that's the, to me, like, there's nothing cooler than getting to see guys like Larry Chen who have been around it yeah. forever. And Larry, he gets the, in a car Larry's and he's first like, ride, mother of he God. rode with me. Yeah. It was so great. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, dude, it's, un- I mean, yeah. everybody's a toddler again in the best way possible. Yeah. It's super sick. So that's the part I enjoy most. And yeah, Except for every once in a while, place. I get to extract a diesel Chevy Cruze with no roof out of the, uh, the Hollywood Hills. And Hill, as we here call we go. <laughs> and those are also I mean, incredible core memory experiences. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just about ready to turn in. I was up way too late on Friday night. Yep. And really low energy at the Rally Ranch, which was just fine. Yeah. And Scott at, even remarked that you were bumming, he said. Uh, Adam bumming. I didn't get those vibes. I just got sunset chill yeah. hangout vibes. Adam gets a phone call, and it's Dalton. Yeah. So our listeners know Dalton real well. Our biggest Patreon. <laughs> Me li- too now. Our, our biggest Patreon episode is him talking about the semi-incestual relationship of his siblings. Like, okay. He's that, got some crazy family. He's got in a crazy that's, place. That's uh, Mr. Levine was going to come by, and he overheard yeah. that. I was like, nah, I'm yeah. good, man. I'm actually going <laughs> to pass. Uh, he's been on the show a bunch of times. He's just a wild character. Uh, and Dalton calls me, and he's like, hey, there's points. If I come to the rally ranch, and you're at the rally ranch, and you didn't invite me, you shit, can I come take a picture? And I was like, Dave, can my friend with the chop top come and take a picture? And Dave's like, yeah, man, let's do it. 20 minutes. I'll be there. And so him and his... Him and his co-driver show up, and they all, they've also got his girlfriend, Sam, who was here spectating, just hanging out because she loves events. Uh, she wasn't on the chop top. And somehow, he made me drive his car around the For, thing. I remember it forced you. Yeah. Made you? Tied yeah. you up. I didn't ask Ball to drive it. A whole He's like, do you, you want to drive it? And like, it's got, it's a diesel Chevy Cruze four-door. The roof is chopped off, and he's got a stack with a little flappy boy, like an old school semi truck, but it's like a two inch, like it's a, it's for like a lawn tractor. <laughs> it was so cool. Which okay, real quick, like the thing, the thing about the Chevy Cruze diesel is it was like a remarkably economical car. Oh yeah, like brilliant, like had all the MPGs. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, 
oh my beer watch this and now it gets like seven and it, and he painted it best bolt best boat like metal flake gold, gold and he yeah. did a really good job masking it and like ryan seiler did a nice job masking it i guess but dalton that metal flake it looks great uh so i was like man this is sick and one thing after another happened and we were looking for the jump because dave said you should take it over the jump but we couldn't find the jump i saw like six jumps we, well, i mean the big tabletop that's what i was looking for oh, it was so dark there's there. like four of those you can't see shit Okay, well, so maybe dark. if the headlights weren't two they D were battery Rayovac they flashlights were, were from Big bad. Lots, you would have been able to see better. They were 2013 base model spec. <laughs> that jump and is aiming the, wrong. The jump but. is the size of a shipping container. It's so dark you can't see anything. <laughs> you can see from here to that so, semi in your headlights. There's system. two. There's the one that we don't use that's literally was 100 feet from where they were. And I was like, if you drive straight from where you are, you'll get to it. And they drove straight 50 feet, and they were like, it wasn't there. And, you're right. and I was like, all right. <laughs> and then we ended up in – Scott was riding shotgun filming, Scott Malloy. We ended up in, like, the stage rally roads. And, you know, it was, like, pretty flowy. We were just, you know, a little handbraking and, like, watching that diesel flappy thing jump and a little blacky smoke. It sounds sick when the thing comes on boil, too. It's got, like, some heat coming off it. And then there's, like, a miniature Laguna Seca corkscrew. You didn't even make it to the corkscrew. That no, I know, but the this thing felt just like the corkscrew because <laughs> it just kind of went away. And then I crashed the fuck out of the cruise. Yep. And... Immediately, we were like, well, that's a lot of hissing noise. <laughs> and, like, a lot. We're talking, like, Poosh! it was a lot. Uh, and we couldn't go anywhere because the car's at a 45-degree angle aiming downward. Uh, and I didn't have any cell phone service. And Dalton did. So I called Chris on Dalton's phone. And Dave's out there ripping in a Subaru somewhere. Uh, well, we were sort of on, like, a hybrid... Uh Search and rescue lap slash uh, cruise uh, (laughs) rescue lap. And we heard him, but he never showed up. And then he came with, uh, what is it? Was that a Ram Eco Diesel? Yeah, my 2001 Ram uh, 1500 Lone Star 3 liter Eco Diesel. Little little Diesel rescued Littler Diesel. Um, (laughs) We drove it back out, and we're like, dude, the temps aren't even hot. Maybe we just punctured the AC. We did puncture the AC a lot. It was all gone. There was shit everywhere. But. We also knocked the fuck off the petcock. Like, it's gone. Here's my favorite thing about rallying. It doesn't have a roof, and it still has functioning AC? It did. It doesn't anymore. Here's here's what I love about rallying, though, is, like, when you're in, you know, a road race car, GLTC, time attack, sports car, whatever it is, there's not a lot of wheat. But because other people are in the car with you, you get the benefit of the wheat, right? That's the size. You have a co-driver, you're like, oh, man, we had an off. Did we have an off? (laughs) (laughs) You or me or us? Yeah. No, it was pretty much me. Yeah, it was pretty much me. I was having the time of my life. Yeah. So I couldn't help but think about that uh, famous YouTube video. Uh, it's a rally video. Samir, you have to listen to me. You're breaking the car. the car. Samir, listen to me. Yeah. Nobody was saying shit. I got bad friends, dude. They were just giggling and having fun. And then, uh, so Dave, Dave tugs us out. We were... We were just off the road. Like, the back wheel was almost on the road, but we were down into a ditch. Didn't hit a tree. Went right between a couple of trees. Got pretty lucky. Uh, we drive it out, and we're like, it's not even hot. But it turns out temp gauges don't work when the coolant has left the chat. <laughs> yeah, that's an important part of that. Um, and it's also, it was chooching, dude. It was black smoking because I had broken the plastic intercooler. <laughs> like, broke the fuck out of it. Just chopped, dude. So uh, good. So... We, Dave kindly opens up the shop, which is a rad shop. 
It's an old airplane hangar? Yeah, it's World so War good. II airplane. So if you fly into the Bergstrom Airport in Austin, this is yeah. one of the, it used to be Bergstrom Air Force Base. It's one of the original hangars. It got moved before. to there? Yeah, well, so, I, I so bought cool. it on Craigslist. Oh, really? pile on a field. Been That's awesome. And then rented a forklift and built it. That's awesome. It looks like it's been there forever, obviously. It's an yeah, old, yeah. old airplane well, that's hangar. because we just, you know, it just sort of grows into the landscape, and yeah. the whole place just looks like it's been it, sadly decrepit anyways it, yeah thanks it's, it's even cool cooler stuff. when the band is playing you know last year that was great but let us pull the, the cruise in we just start taking it apart and like the only body panel that's damaged is the bumpers pushed in five inches the frame rails are fine this thing didn't bend even though it's lacking like 50 percent of its structure the roof of a four-door it didn't even bend like we just went boop got really lucky and i feel really stupid like i feel so stupid i felt so stupid and the only remedy i had was like dave can we use all of your tools and and steal things from you and we fucking fixed it so how did you repair a, a, br a busted intercooler so the intercooler the intercooler was really bent we're talking like a little and it was c-shaped but it's got these plastic end tanks with this weird like quick connect with like an o-ring and it's hard plastic o-ring and there's like a spring clamp over it so i chopped the cracked end tank there's still enough left and i chopped the plastic tube that slipped over it and i found a coupler on the floor that almost fit a couple of worm drives and impacted it and that part got fixed we had pulled the inner cooler out but the petcock got knocked off and we had like a three-quarter inch or half five-eighths inch hole where the petcock used to be and I'm kind of proud of this fix. It was I will. It was pretty. It was pretty awesome. He, I found so the these guys, these guys had the energy of a world rallycross team going into the to the like the the final, having just had a big incident, and they've got a 10 minute you know yeah. regroup. Yeah. This is like FD, right? So the, this is it. This is the big thing. I mean, these dudes are hustling. We, I'm like, I'm good, man. No rush here. The, but and and there was what 10 people just basically making jokes. Yeah, it was at, union at work. my expense the entire time. I wasn't. I was doing graphic design. <laughs> True. He did make me a plaque certificate of graduation. Um, but so there's this giant hole in the radiator. Biggest problem. Giant hole in the radiator. Uh, and I found a bolt that was a little bigger than the giant hole. Cut it off to the appropriate depth. And I'm like, this might actually be it. Found the propane map gas or the map gas torch. Got the plastic end tank like pretty hot. And just like eased it in dude and i'm like all right let's let that shit cool well rt beat it up well right? no not yet oh really you i, didn't, I oh, eased I it in and let it cool wow because i don't want to like overdo i don't want right. to crack the end tank right sure. like i don't want to split and to let it cool for about five minutes and carefully took it back out and then i did that again and i carefully took it back out i'm like dude that looks like threads <laughs> and it wasn't tapered or anything so we need to seal it it's not like an npt this is just a five eighths coarse thread bolt or half inch coarse thread bolt it's, we were debating between super glue and RTV because that was all we could find. No, they were jibbating between those yeah. two. Yeah. It was just. Me and Charlie, because of the plastic, me and Charlie thought, like, dude, let's use the super glue. The super glue is probably the jam, right? Yeah, but it won't work on the bolt. Let's use the super glue was our decision. And Dave's RTV. Dalton's like, it's fucking RTV, man. And I'm like, dude, let's just use the super glue. Charlie's mechanic. I'm a mechanic. Let's do it. Dalton already had the RTV all over the world. <laughs> Dalton decided for us. It sounds like he a Dutch had a garage. Modelo in his hand, sets it down, goops that Johnny up. To him. Mm -hmm. 
He actually was popping the Modellos on the Flappy Boy also, on the, on the hood stack. And Just it was whack. not his first time. No, he had definitely done that a few We did break. The only real damage to the car after we fixed it was the one broken Modelo in the trunk. So uh, some of their clo their dirty clothes in the bottom of the spare tire well were covered in Modelo. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and, dude, I'm so nervous. I was so nervous. I threw Dalton the 40 bucks to buy some antifreeze later on, right? Or some dinner or whatever the fuck he wants. I throw Dave 100 bucks to buy his dude's lunch because we freaking made a sloppy mess in the middle shop. We're mopping it up, and there's no paper towels. So I'm digging in the dumpster for paper towels and, like, cleaning the floor. I felt so fucking bad, dude. And so we get on the way, and we're, like, 10 minutes away. And I'm like, dude, I bet you Dalton doesn't have service. I'm thinking this. Scott's riding shotgun in the truck with me. Bet you Dalton doesn't have service. I bet he's dead on the side of the road. I fucked up Chop Top for Dalton, son of a bitch. Uh, I'm like stressing. And then I couldn't hardly talk because I was so thirsty. We found a supermercado. I bought a Gatorade and I called him and he texts me back. He's like, can't talk because Chop Top, all good. 25 <laughs> minutes later. <laughs> and he texts me later, got to the hotel, added one bottle of water. I think we burped it, all good. And I expected to hear from him this morning, but then we got so busy racing and stuff. And I just texted him after race two. And I was like, so how are you? How are you? Is it good? And he's like, bro, unbelievable. In Corpus Christi. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, the, the dumbest thing I've ever done, maybe. Almost yeah. killed my friends. It just felt it just felt like a normal uh, Saturday a normally night. stupid decision. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so one of the earliest times Seth and I hung out, he uh, rolled... Well, a car ended up upside down that, that it, it was still uh, under. Uh, it was level definitely of, under warranty. Yeah, let's just say that. Let's say that. Who yeah, owned yeah. this car? Me. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah luckily, I mean, my, my wife's name may have been on the title, yeah. but yeah. where um, where did this happen? In a field in College Station, Texas. No, no, of... that happened in in Nebraska at oh. nationals. Oh really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking this was the uh, TWS. No, no. No, right. no. Right. No, I almost rolled it there, but I did roll it in Nebraska. <laughs> I'm just remembering the bicycle at TWS, followed by the actual complete barrel roll. Got it, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Anyway, so like you know, most of my friends have been to that. So I was telling Chris this morning as we were walking in, or as he's one wheeling in and and escorting me onto the premises. I was like, you know, Adam had that, like, I don't even want to look at you. I'm so embarrassed. I feel so terrible. And I'm like, that's the opposite for me. I'm like, man, me and Adam, like, you know, we've been buddies, but that's it. Now it's, this is forever now. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, in the squad now. Yeah, we, I've tugged you out of the side of the road. I mean, we, this is as We worked as together as for a bond. couple of years at Alpine Horizon. You guys did the rally stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, the, what did we call it? Rally, rally sprints? Sprint rally challenge sprints? Yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't uh, remember. It was super cool. Uh, super we really fun. appreciate you guys doing that. Yeah, that, that was great. You guys. That was Hopefully fun. we can do that again. Did anyone uh, take a picture of the car in the ditch? Yeah, oh, certainly. Well, There's make video sure we have of it those. going into the ditch. Nice. And then Scott lost his phone because it exited his hands and flew into the woods. We've and got a good fine. photo of us. Uh, we've got a cool yeah. handshake uh, with him holding his I'll new go diploma. Get the, I'll go get my diploma. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like somebody should have warned Adam that this is a consequence of hanging out with Dave. Okay, like, if well, you do I'm, it not, long, I'm not going to take that. No, but like if you hang out with Dave long enough... There, you will have a story that sounds roughly like this story. So, so here's the thing: the 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 problem here is we had we had two converging energies happening. We had Rally Ranch, like homie hangout energy, but we also had we had choppy energy. 
And yeah. So the choppy, so like choppy, much like one lap, right? You're in a vortex of bizarre energy where like what, the new normal during one lap is, <laughs> hey, we just finished our track day at 5.45 p.m. and we got 800 miles to go. This is going to be a nice, easy night, right? Like that's, yeah. a, that's normal. Yeah. Right. So choppy energy rolls in and there's those, that bizarre choppy vibe, which is infectious because you're like, I don't know what these guys are having, but I think I want like just a, two bites of it. Not a, I don't want a whole serving. But I'll have a couple bites. I've done a lot of chop top roll cages, and there's even that energy building air, up to it. Did we air quotes on roll cage for that? Or? I didn't do little. I did good ones. Yeah, okay, got <laughs> but, it. Got yeah, it. it's a vibe, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, so that came in. It's like we all kind of got a little, a little sniff on that choppy, and you were like, yeah, yeah, choppy vibe. This is good. We just have a little single tiny serving. Good thing there's not thirty of them. Yeah, and then you took a full plate. Like we rolled into the I, barbecue joint, we were each like, "We'll just have a, we'll just have a chopped beef sandwich." And you're like, "I'll have the three meats, five sides, gallon of iced tea, and seconds." I got a fucking tummy <laughs> ache today. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that was, was so a, that was a night, man. I mean, you can't you can't come out with a better outcome than that, though. Freaking crazy. That was a pretty, and we're all here to talk about it. Yeah, and, you know. Scott said his neck didn't even hurt. My neck doesn't hurt. Like. He swears I entered the woods at 30 miles an hour, and that is not possible. I think we would all be dead. I mean, that, it's a three, that, dude. It's three miles an hour. That track is so hard packed there. For, yeah. Like, it's blue grooved everywhere from our yeah, rally sprint yeah. last weekend. So, the speed that you have to be going to understeer off the edge of that corner, it's not its not a lot, but you were fucking speeding in a school zone. I, sure. I was. I, you were I'm speeding a naughty boy. in a school zone, dude. <laughs> Very naughty boy. 100%. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I appreciate your grace. We're last not night. done. I'm gonna. I have one request. Uh -oh. yeah. um, where can people find out about you, uh, or if they're interested in going to the Rally Ranch? Before you answer, can you do it in the voice of Boomhauer? I'd like you to do a commercial for Rally Ranch in the voice of Boomhauer. <coughs> yeah, man. You know, dang, dang, you know, yeah, made a website. Man, I got Instagrams on it. You know, the Rally Ready. Man, you just spell it. Just spell it just like sounds. You know, you got about on a big product. Find out on that phone call or the email, you know, book around the web, you know, site. You can get to tell the whole inquiry and film. Man, you find it. it ain't that hard. They got to Google. You must have known he could do this. He did it in the voice of the people of, of Dale yesterday, or like uh, Dale, Texas yesterday. The nice people of Dale, Texas. It's pretty yes, good. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got nice folk around them parts. Have you guys heard a story about my neighbor? We don't have enough time for it because no, just to, just to uh, emulate him to get through a single sentence takes an hour. But one of the best things we moved out there, like I grew up here in Austin, right? So move out to, to the woods in, in beautiful Dale, Texas. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, these are nice people. And then my neighbor George Landry shows up. Now, when George Landry comes through the gate, <laughs> George's top speed of driving is right around the same as speaking, and he takes about <laughs> eight minutes to get from the gate to the ranch house. And you go, oh, fuck, okay, guys, clear the schedule. George is here. And every time you're like, hey, George, how's it going? And it starts with, well, here we go. Did you hear about Susie? No, no, I didn't. What happened? Well, she saw some people in her driveway the other day. Like, okay, who were, were they? Was it UPS? No, they were in a blue van. Is it Amazon? I'm not sure, but we're going So the culture in Dale, Texas, if you're fortunate enough to get to really spend some time at the Rally Ranch, you might get to meet George. You might get to meet our neighbor Susie, who used to come scream at the fence at us, and then quite literally, I graded her driveway, and then she came out and was like, 
she showed up at our house uh, at the ranch house on the, the next Sunday in her formal wear. And she goes, I don't know if y'all like cake, but I baked y'all a cake, and I just wanted to say I'm really sorry for being such a bitch. <laughs> and now we're best friends. She's like one of my favorite people on earth, and she's like, yeah, I just. I was a little off, and I got some new medicine. If y'all think y'all had it bad, you should talk to my husband. Like, Fair enough. So anyway, the best part of, of Dale, Texas might just be our neighbors. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for being on the show. We yeah, really man. appreciate it having you. Good to see you guys. Good old Seth hanging out, being the uh, grid worker for us this morning. We appreciate that. I had to run. It was horrible. You did have to run. Did you run? Seth helped yeah. us grid up the standings. We did an F1 start this morning, and you don't get a lot of time to do that. Yeah, so you I do don't know pay- if I've ever seen Seth run. You do a pace. It was pace. bad. He's, he's felt. Do a pace lap, but then you got to get all these MFers in the spot correctly. And Seth was the one way down, and the gate was in the middle. Seth was the last one on the Yeah, I get track. the last car. I'm like moving them up to the line because nobody. This isn't like Formula One. These guys don't know where the line is. So you got to yeah, move right. like each individual yeah. car up to their line. And I get the last car up, and I look. Everybody's off the track, and the the course workers are like closing they're the like gate. Waving they're him waving on. at me, and I'm they're way down there. I'm like, oh no. The gates are these big metal things yeah, that you yeah. gotta yeah. drop a Lego, like a yeah. four nobody, by four piece of nobody steel. Nobody told me them. it was gonna be like this. Yeah. Well, you did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're here. I mean, you survived that. Adam survived last night. Yeah. I've survived cumulatively decades of friendship with everybody uh, here today. So yeah, that was a super good. fun night. Looks like a except fun, for when fun it race. wasn't. I, I enjoyed the emergency repair. I just didn't appreciate that I had made it happen, and I'm still embarrassed. <laughs> so. Well, at least now, now it's public, so that's yeah. good. And now, I we, just, and now we just told thousands of people, so that was cool. Yeah, I just like when other people uh, screw up as bad as I do. Yeah. It just makes me feel like, yep, all right, cool. Well, See, I'm one a regular us. old guy. Yeah, one <laughs> all right, well, love you guys. Let's yep. go watch some race cars, huh? Yeah, man, thanks for hanging out. Cheers. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pit City Grid Live to say hello. Hello.